I'm O'Day. That's Vicky. I'm me. You're you. We are we. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> no, corny. The You, Me, oh We goodness. podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the You, Me, We podcast. I'm O'Day. I'm Vicky. And this is episode 78. Mm-hmm. Two episodes in a row where I was on point with the numbers. Congratulations. Um, Sorry, I'm adjusting myself. <laughs> I am. Um, it was a very hot day, so we both came with the arms out. Oh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and I also have my custom make party face covering. Shout out to Nye's Mask. Um, for those of you on, watching the video, you can see my, 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 my custom make party mask. So you sh- should have promoted that on your own podcast. So shout out to her for giving me this, uh... <laughs> Why not? She she listens to she she follows our. I'm podcast. joking with you. She's one of um, one of our many YouTube listeners. I know she watches the video on um. No, because it said make party instead of you me ah, me. Ah, I see what you did there. Wow. But I use I use the hashtag like, when, when I post our videos. Um. So shout out to her. Thank you. Um. Hit up Nye's masks on Instagram and I E S M A S K S. Yes, a lot of S's. Don't laugh, yo. Don't 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 list. That's like two weeks in a row you've list shamed me. But anyways, Vicky, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It is late. We are recording today. It is 12.50 a.m. Damn, you always give mad details, dude. TMI. We want to create... We want them oh, to, a transparency? Yeah, we want them to feel like they're here with us. Um, Vicky's not a fan, but we are going to add in this, add in some extra camera angles. I'm not a fan. You can do that for yourself. But... They can see. Block a, me they can out. see. A, I'm not gonna block you out. They can no, see us. They, for those I don't watching like that the angle. You should like all your angles, Vicky. I, I hope. I love all your angles. If the longer you keep that there, I hope you know that's not gonna be on the final video. Yes, it will. No, it won't. <laughs> Is that simple? Yes, it will. No, it won't. So, anyways, uh, I wanted to. Well, we we're thinking about topics, things to talk about, and and I brought up a topic to Vicky, and you were asking me like, where did that come from? And I realized where it came from was. Uh, I think I watched a couple videos today about um, The Flash and the CW shows, and they're big on, like, um, one of the DC storylines is, like, the whole alternate universe thing, or the multiverse, whatever. And I am interested in that whole conversation of the multiverse and how, like, every time we make a different, in my opinion, every time we make a, or one theory, every decision you make that creates, like, a new timeline, because had you went left instead of right, that's a whole different timeline of what could have happened there's so a book on that huh there's a book um, there's tons um so i wanted to ask what were now we're down to three what were three like defining moments in your life growing up i guess for both of us three defining moments made you who you are was the big game changer for you defined um the next couple years of your life when you think back to them if you had, if things have ha- had happened differently, everything would have been different. Your whole outlook on life would have been different. Your whole where you are now would have been, you would be in a different state now. You would, you would be, you know, with somebody else. Like, what was the three most defining moments or life changing moments of your life? You got one yet? No. I, I know you were still thinking. No. Uh, I will. I have one. And I was gonna, I was gonna try to plan them all out. Early. I was like, no, nah, let me, let me wait till we get on air so we can think about them together. One that I have is 
when I was when I got hit by a car. What are you shaking your head for? It's my it's defi- like, it's my no, I'm saying moment. like oh. of course. Um, it's just you got hit by a car. So going to anyways McDonald's. Can I tell my own story? Can I but tell you my? Said it can before. I tell my life? Yeah. So, um, this was how what what how old was I? I want to say I was fourteen, fifteen. I was probably like fifteen, maybe, um, like fifteen, sixteen, whatever. And I got hit by a police car. I want to say it was tenth grade, maybe. Uh, so I got hit by a police car, and like Vicky mentioned, spoiler alert, I was headed to McDonald's. It was the last day of the Monopoly game that year. And you know how the, the, way they, the, way they, the way they trick you is um, just about you always need one extra piece for to win the million dollars or, or, or one of them. And then the whole theory was that everybody on the West Coast had the pieces that we needed and we had the pieces they needed. Uh, so I went out to McDonald's, tried to cross the street, um, heard the sirens, didn't know where they were coming from, and boom, got hit by a car. I put that as one of my defining moments because, to me, that moment made me really appreciate just life. Because mm-hmm. I know um, for for the one or two people that I know that that approached me, like, afterwards, like after I got better, after I rehabbed or whatever, um, or the next day came to my house or spoke to my friends, people who saw it happen, like, said to themselves, oh, that person's dead. Because mm-hmm. um, I was like, I hit on the left side, flew into the car. When once they hit the brakes, I flew out and fell on the floor. Uh, so I think that made me appreciate life a lot more. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure we all had moments growing up where you, know, you appreciate life more because someone passed away. But like, I think w- when you almost have a near when you know, when you have a near death experience or almost whatever, it really makes you think like I. I I need to cherish every moment possible. I know we say it a lot, but it's, I think it's when you actually have a moment where it could all be taken taken away from you. People thought it was taken away from you when you say to yourself, wow, I really need to appreciate every moment. So I, th- I want to say from then, I want to say my outlook on life was a little more positive, um, optimistic, and I started taking advantage of every moment even more. I'm not saying I wasn't prior to that because there I was, you know, in my black boy joy going to McDonald's thinking I was going to win a million dollars. So that's one. That's one for me. Mm-hmm. What you got? One defining moment. I think. Coming to America? Oh, wait. I was born You're here. an American. I was born and raised in this And you this falsely country. claim Dominican. But go ahead. I don't <laughs> falsely claim Dominican. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, would be. My first serious boyfriend. Explain. Um, it did not go well, and I feel like who I was before, um, before that, was this like go getter, just like eyes on the prize person, like. No one got in my way. No one could say anything to me to deter me mm-hmm. from that. And I like you could you could say anything to me like, yo, you're not smart enough to do that. I'd be like, who? I know you're not talking to me because I'm smart. Like you couldn't say anything to me. And then after that, it was like a complete 180. After that relationship. Mm-hmm. It was a complete 180. And I feel like 
I would be a completely different person. I had made completely different life choices. Um, and I think that that would have placed me in a completely different path of my life. Where do you think you'd be right now had things gone differently? Or messed out? <laughs> I feel Living like, on the streets? I don't know. N- no. <laughs> I feel... I feel that's, like that's how it is. Like that one little change in some. I feel like I feel like if I, I, okay. I feel like if 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 that didn't happen, mm-hmm. I would be some like high powered boss ass attorney right now. If that didn't happen, if that relationship did not happen. You would have still been on that path. You 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 would have been on the path to be a high powered attorney or just a boss kind of thing, kind of person. Is that what you're saying? Probably a high powered attorney. You want to give somebody that much? It's the truth. That much credit for yeah. like tearing a person down? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, gladly. Take really? That. Yes. No, it was bad. So I would. I yeah. That because that. That decision catapulted into a hundred different horrible decisions. So that's why I'm like, if that would have never happened, knowing who I was and how I felt about myself right before that, I mean, are you imagine so, a girl that you couldn't tell she was that she wasn't cut out for anything, but she had dreams of becoming something. That girl's unstoppable. So, She's you literally could tell her like, yo, you cannot do surgery on people like you are just not cut out for them she'd be like try me i'm gonna go to med school now like <laughs> i, w- I would have been one of those people that is a doctor and a lawyer you ever met those people they went to med school those are overachievers <laughs> that's exactly who i would have been and sh- and their lawyers so amazing so that, amazing so actually so that's would have been an overachiever so that situation puts you on the timeline of becoming the meth head living on the streets Oh, yeah, so if I, I feel like if I didn't have some kind of like very <laughs> like just if I didn't have if I came from like a family with like no morals or like they abandoned me or something, I definitely would have went that way. Yeah, I feel like if I didn't have that support system just like back there and I knew it, it existed mm-hmm. and like I always had someone to answer to about the direction of my life, I definitely feel like my life could have went that way mm, okay yeah no for real that's that's just the truth <laughs> um uh, my second one uh sec if i'm if i'm going in that same timeline uh I'm trying to think who's my first girlfriend that if 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 i have an equivalent um oh my my my, my first grade girlfriend changed my whole life ruined me forever <laughs> no i'm joking now are you making uh, fun of no, me no 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 i was I was making fun of you. I was just trying to find a... Com- Never mind. Uh, mine's next one would be... Still in that age range, actually. Um, my first real job with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I would say that was one of the most defining... One, because it was with her. Uh, this is my grandmother from my dad's side. Um, so for those of you who listened to episode, whatever that was, where we talked about uh, names and what... Uh, what we're okay with Kalel calling us or not calling us or what he should be calling us, mommy, daddy, O'Day, whatever. I mentioned that my grandmother um, from my dad's side, we call her Auntie Lynette because we were always around her nieces and nephews. Uh, so that's what we grew up calling her. 
So she gave me my first job. And I want to say this was ninth grade, uh, go, the summer going into ninth grade. Um, I was living in Brooklyn in the 90s, Rockaway Parkway. And she had a um, she had a booth in a flea market on, on, on Pitkin Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to everybody who knows where I'm talking about. And I spent that whole summer with her. We I would wake up in the morning, probably like seven o'clock. By seven thirty, eight o'clock, I'm I'm on my bike, riding down Brownsville. Uh, skinny little me riding down Brownsville with a nice bike, like 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 I ain't riding through Brownsville. Um, rappers are from there, so that should give you a good idea of. I'm joking. Shout out to Brownsville. So I, I would ride t- to the flea market, help her set up. We would um. We would sell. We would sell like uh, she sold dresses, um, stuff for your hair, uh, just all these little trinkets and stuff, clothes, different things. And from eight, nine in the morning to five, six in the, af- in the afternoon, late uh, or early evening, we would be there. And I was, I spent every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with my grandmother in this flea market. Um, I would get lunch for her, and we would eat. I remember Labor Day that summer. We spent we spent Labor Day on on the parkway with her and her friends selling. Uh, I think we were selling like black pudding or something on the street, and it was just that whole summer. I that was a summer. I I would say I always you know you, you you love your grandparents, you love your family, whatever. But that was a summer. I would say I I um the love I had for my grandmother, the bond was was made that summer. Uh, so that's why I think that summer, that summer definitely gave me my work ethic because there I was a ninth grader in my first job. And I, and I think the day that stands out the most was the day that she couldn't make it until maybe like 11 o'clock one day. So I had to set up on my own and this is my first time doing it without her there. And I remember I got there, I opened it up, I set it up. I, by the time she got there, I had sold like two dresses and these are those, those little, like those like little girl dresses. That's like. Everybody listening over the age of 35 probably has a photo of themselves when they're really young with the little, like, frilly dress with the barrettes in the hair and stuff. But I sold, like, two dresses and maybe, like, four other things. And I was so, like, proud of myself. Um, so that was my first, like, big achievement in, my, like, in, in the business world, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that put me on a path that uh, it gave me work ethic that I, I took and I applied to, like, sports. I applied to... Um, school. I applied that to, to you know, work, everything, and like I said, it 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 brought me closer to my grandmother, and I think that's why when she passed away, it was so hard for me. Um, but even that, I think it it helped mold me and how I am to like certain family members, you know. Um, so yeah, so I think that that would be the second biggest like life changing uh, period of time. So if you didn't. If I didn't that. experience that, honestly, um, honestly, she was a big connection to to that to my father's side of my family. Um, I growing up, I spent more time with my mother's side of the family, but I, I I would say she helped bridge that gap for me and my father's side of the family. Mm. Um, so I would say if I didn't have that summer. I was still bonded with my father's side of the family, like I always have, but I don't think it would be this. It would it would have been this deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that summer, I probably would just been. I would have just been home. Do uh, going to the park, 
God knows what would have happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a, I didn't grow up in like a terrible neighborhood, but I could have wasted a summer away just like hanging out, playing ball, playing with my friends, doing like stupid stuff, probably getting in trouble. But while my friends were doing that, I was there working with my grandmother, building um, a strong work ethic, uh, knowing what it was to be responsible. I think that summer I was also practicing track practice with um, the Boys and Girls High School track team for Big Apple Games with my sisters and, and, and their uh, track team uh, friends and members. So I think juggling all that like successfully, I would say, um, it taught me a lot. I think if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be the responsible adult that I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just go ahead and say, you met me and ended up on meth on the streets. <laughs> no, because I'm not trying to go for such obvious things. I'm trying mm-hmm. to go for something that led me to that. Okay. So, like, for example, if I would have went to a different college, which mm-hmm. I did have the option. I actually was <laughs> – so, you know – in Jersey, your default application from my high school was you apply to Kane. <laughs> by default. By default. Yeah. Not even the county college. Shout out to Kane University. You apply to Kane, and then you apply to all the schools that you actually want to go to. <laughs> Just in case that so you don't get in, so then for, at least you got into Kane. So for like Middlesex County and was, it, was that Union County, Kane is your zone college. <laughs> Essex, Essex County, Zone College. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, you know, I could say this because I graduated from Kane, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it changed. But you know, their admission standards are not that great at that time. At that time, right? Because I'm, I don't know if they've raised anything, but I will say, mm-hmm. let me just say this because I say this to everybody: the assumption that I had of Kane University, um. I don't know if they just upped their game by the time I got there, but their classes were way more applicable to real life than the college that I was at prior. And they were like, so, you know, we are a state college, but we look like a private college kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I, actually wish I would have gone to Kane first because I feel like I would have gotten a lot more out of my education than the school I was at. I spent but, a lot of my undergrad days hanging out at Kane. But which is funny, right? So I met you because I went to that college and pledged that sorority. You sure? Yes. Because we met. Here, go ahead. What? Go ahead. We met on that in that chat room. We met at my banquet before that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing, right? We've had this conversation. (laughs) Go ahead. For the people that have not heard that conversation, this is the thing. Me and O'Day met 2007. I was a Neo. So me and O'Day met in 2007, um, and I went to his fraternity's banquet with an old high school friend of mine. Well, he's not a high school friend. I've known him, like, forever. So I went to his banquet with, with one of his frat brothers, who is also somebody that I've known like most of my life, mm-hmm. me and Dave may have met just like I may have met everybody else at that yeah. banquet. That doesn't necessarily mean that I remember. I I remember Oday. Not I don't remember meeting Oday. I remember Oday because he wouldn't sit his ass down. He was constantly me. on the move and 
the whole time I'm like, yo, does that guy take drugs or something? Because he does not sit down. Like, he just, he's not constantly mad. moving. Here's the question. So, I don't remember you from that. Because let me tell you, I, ne- I didn't make that connection that that was you mm-hmm. until years after we were dating. I was going through <laughs> my my Hotmail and I had I had lent my camera to Edwin. I let him use my camera and he was taking pictures of the, of his banquet. And I was going through my email to clean it out and I saw in my in my um outbox the email that I sent him of all his pictures so that he can have them for my camera. And there were pictures of you. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Who's that green That's God. you. I didn't even, re- like, I never connected the dots. Let me ask you a question. Did you? So I don't remember you. I Like, I don't remember meeting you. So that's to me, that's not how I that's not how I met you. Because I don't remember you. Did but you I'm, go I'm, on stage? I'm flattered that you remember me. Did you go on stage? No, I pay attention to people. Did you go on stage um, when the Rampo College little step show? I didn't even go. You sure? That you DJ? No, 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 not, not, not like on perform, but you didn't go to the show? You weren't at the show at all? A step show? Yeah, it was like a stroll competition. And LTO, and I, I had worked on the mix for LTO. Oh, I did stroll on that stage. Okay. Yeah, but I don't really remember you from there either. Wow. We were supposed to meet because I was supposed to go with them to make the mix yeah. with you. Um, Yeah, I don't remember you from there either. I remember you from being introduced on that chat room. Greek shout out to Greekster. By a sorority sister. That's how I remember meeting Shout you. Shout out to Tiff. And so if I would have never pledged that sorority, if I would have never went to that college, which is how I ended up pledging that sorority, mm-hmm. I would have never met you because I would have been on a whole different path. Meth mixing, Mixing, um, you know. Meth. Um, mixing with other Alcohol. people. Oh, okay. Then... Than I guess like the people that my sorority towards geared towards because at that time there were like a few people dating people in your fraternity, um yeah so like I feel like that's how that kind of happens so I feel like if I would have went to Kane if I would have just started if I would have went straight to Kane mm-hmm. we definitely would have not you went to your own we college we would have went uh, I would have went a completely different path I wouldn't have even pledged a sorority because after. Let me tell you why. Because I'm not going to Kane University to live in crappy dorms. Chill. They, no, their, their dorms are... no, 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 no. At the time that I started college, their mm-hmm. dorms were crappy. The new dorms are fire. But, th- you know, like, those were more recent. Back then, those dorms were crappy. And they were on super lockdown. Like, you couldn't even walk into the building and they were asking for a mad ID. I mean... No one could stay over. Like, I'm not sneaking asking. nobody. They were asking. No, I'm not sneaking nobody we in if I'm ways. paying tuition. You know, we like, found. that's my thing. I, the reason why I didn't go to Kane was because I was like, I'm not coming from my mom's house to feel like I'm still living under her rules and people asking me for ID coming in and out of a building. Like, that's not going to happen. I'm paying mad... Do- mad I'm going mm. into debt paying this tuition and you're not like like you're not gonna let me walk in with whoever i want that's not happening so that's why we wouldn't have met because i would have been a commuter the second semester that first semester i'd have been like hails to the no and i would have been a commuter like my cousins that went to kane and they just commuted because they're like i have more freedom in my own house with my own stuff in my you know where i've always been i would have been doing the same thing i would have never pledged a sorority i would have gone to college like i went to high school i showed up went to class 
and took my ass right back home. So that would have been like a completely different course of life. Um, I realized the moments that stood out to me the most are, they were all kind of in this, that same uh, time period of like ninth grade to, well, high school, my high school years. So ninth to, um, ninth to 12th grade, whatever. Because uh, the, the, the last one that popped into my mind, um, it was a moment. It, and shout out to my my he wasn't my high school coach but he's my basketball coach um i played i played in a community league uh all for one and coach woodbury he was our coach he was a guy that i remember we, we were all hanging out in the court one day playing ball and my friend craig was like yo um this guy it sounds weird saying it now he was like if y'all are free tomorrow this guy wants to meet up with us um to like teach us how to like train us in basketball like teach us like the, the fundamentals of basketball and we're like okay we'll all come out on a random saturday sunday morning and train with the stranger but um we went and it was coach woodbury and he wanted to start like a tournament and he was recruiting us to kind of get it started and coach woodbury became like a mentor and you know he's an amazing coach and we had a game and i remember this was a, i probably told this story here it was a game against a team i want to say a team was midnight express that was the team we were playing and right before we got on court, right before the first tip off, Wood, we call him Wood sometimes, uh, coach looked at me and he was like, he's like, yo, oh, he's like, get animated. That's all he said. And that was probably the best basketball game, the best game I ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had like, I had like 18 points. I, I always remembered it at, uh, as 18 points because I remember I mean, we lost by two or we lost by one. We lost by two. And it was a three-pointer that I missed. And I was like, if I had just scored that three-pointer, we would have won by one or whatever. But that was like my best game. Um, they were double-teaming me because they were like, yo, we got to stop him because he just keeps scoring. Um, but it was just from coach saying, get animated. And since then, I feel like I've taken – that to me proved that like – to me it proved like when you're going into a certain task – it proves to me that I can hate. I can psych myself up into getting something done. I can psych myself up into going into a, a project, going into a situation, and get ready and get it done. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always stayed with me. And I've said that to myself several times since then, when approaching a, a new challenge. I've said, "Yo, get animated," and I've dived right in. Um, who's to say? coaches was just like all right guys hands in off one go and i went into the game had a regular shitty game that would have probably been my last game i would say hey i ain't playing no more because i hate this and i just lost like a love for basketball and i didn't stay around didn't get the uh, the additional teachings that would you know taught us over the next couple years that we played with him um like I said, I, I applied that to like things that I did. And I think I still apply that and that whole get animated. I think that's that's been my, my personality mm-hmm. since then. Um, so I think that would be my third moment. Because even to this day, I still apply that. I still say that. I still think about that. And I, I'm always happy when I see Woodbury on my timeline. Um, and I always make a point to like acknowledge him and say, you know, hey, coach, happy birthday, coach, if it's his birthday, just stuff. Because... He played a big part. He he was like that father fig- father figure for a lot of us outside of the home, you know. So, yeah. And then I would say over the years, I've done my best to like be the Woodbury to other P 
people coming mm -hmm. up. Um, he actually he he also gave me my first again my grandma gave me my first job. He gave me my first opportunity to coach. Um, so here I was one of the new guys like playing with him, learning from him, and we had a younger division. Um, so we had the the biddies. So it was like um, if we were all 14, 15, 16, this was like a 13, 12 year olds. Um, and his son was on one of the teams. We were the blue team, and he had me coach the blue team. So here I was being coached by him, going to practice, and then I would take all that stuff, and I would have my own practices with these young kids while I myself am learning basketball. And he trusted me to, like, coach these kids, you know, mm -hmm. who were, you know, two years younger than me, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so that was my first, like, an another, another first moment where I was thrusted into, like, um, a leadership role at a young age. And to me, that, you know, that, that, that molded me when it comes to being a leader. So thank you to Coach Woodbury. So I would say that would be my third defining moment that changed my life. Because had, had that not happened, I'd be on the streets doing meth. That's getting old. <laughs> Go. Um, I would say the last time we got back together, when I graduated. Mm. Which part of that? When you graduated or... I was getting back together. No, I was referencing just that time the period. last time. But the last time, like around what time that was. Mm -hmm. Do tell. Like if we didn't get back together. Where do you think you'd be? Aside from the obvious. Um, On the street doing that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yes. I feel like... Because so, so, right now, there is a timeline where we didn't get back together. And we are... I don't know where either of us would have been. Because now you brought me into it. <laughs> I know. That's Thanks. crazy, right? Um, I'd probably still be living in Sayreville. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't think that you would. Be living in Fairville? Yeah. Why? I don't think we should go there. But I don't think that you would be living in Fairville. I. That was a good setup. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's why I think I was still living there. It was a good setup when it comes to like it was a good the setup, but, but the rent and everything it was good. I do. I. I'm not disagreeing with you. But I disagree in the fact that you would still be living there. Okay. I think that you would have been married with kids, plural, by now. Okay. Um, I probably would have... Technically, had it not been for Corona, right now, I would have been married with kids. No, no, kids, plural. I thought I said married with kids. I said married with kids. Oh. Um... I think that I would have just been probably just focused on a career. Lawyer, doctor? <laughs> no, no, no. I think I would have just been, like, focused on a career, doing, like, the... I would have went through the whole, like, finding myself eat, pray, kind love. of thing. Eat, pray, love. And taking vacations and dating guys. That just never work out because they all fucking suck. And I would have been like that girl. 
with the struggle of dating and the, <laughs> with my, the woes. My girl's of, not, my girl listening to like, what's she trying to say? At me next time. No, I mean, <laughs> I, trust me, I listen to enough of my friends to know like, it ain't easy now. You know, it's not easy out there. Out, out in the streets. So, I and I've seen it when I go out. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Every time I go out with, like, my friends to, like, a nightclub or something, I mm-hmm. always message a day, like, you are so lucky. <laughs> you are not dealing with what's out here. Because not even the women are just not. Um, yeah, I think I'd have just been, I would have been that girl. Single, doing my own thing. Single and ready to mingle. Or single and mingling. Single and mingling because everyone, like every guy probably just, at some point I'm like, I'm good. We're good. (laughs) Well, we made those decisions and we are on this current timeline of the multiverse. And so this is the one we are the most conscious of. Yes. I'm telling you, you guys. Even if you're not a reader, if you like, if you, you should listen to the book that's called Dark Matters. Mm-hmm. It is such a good book. Oh, that's, a, oh, that's that book, book. you were talking about, yeah. Or it even, is such a good book. Like, they should make a movie out of it. It's so good. Or you could read the Flash comics or watch the DC com- uh, shows on DC TV on CW. Yeah, if you're not that's a nerd, also, yeah, you can just read the book. <laughs> and the book the The book does a great job, like a really, really good job, and I, it's amazing. You know what I wonder, I wonder if they I, should really make it a movie. No, no, because when we when you first told me about that book, I mentioned the Jet Li movie, the one. I wonder if there's a connection with with that with the one and that book. The one was like the exact same thing, pretty much, uh, somewhat. Where one of the multiverse, all these different versions of you, of this guy, and one of them figured out that. You know, one was going to all the different universes, killing them, getting stronger. And oh. Then, and then one, then there was another one that figured that out and, you know, whatever. I think his name was Yulaw. Like that. Oh, that, that's very similar yeah. to the book. Just so in the I, book, they're not, the guy's not killing them. So I wonder if there, there's some connection. The You guys, if you, that book is so good. Anybody that asks me, like, hey, you know of a good book recommendation? I'm like, I do. Pay attention to me because they're going to make a movie out of this. This hmm. book is amazing. And I found it by happenstance. It was just a coincidence that I decided to listen to that audiobook. So good. All right. Let's play some cards. So this is the point where we have some uh, card game that, that that's like a conversation starter. Uh, we encourage couples or families or whoever to dive into some of those games. They're nice little um, icebreakers where just they feature questions that you can ask the person that you're playing with. What they said ask. Anyways. So we like to do this at the end of every episode. And we're going to do one or two cards. Let's do two cards. We'll pick two cards. Um, we have made the decision to stop saying the name of the cards until some checks start coming in. Or the name of the game. I'm kidding. But just go back to our past episodes and you'll see the name of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. I have good ones. Okay. I have two. Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of corny, but whatever. You go first. Ladies first. Okay. Wow. No, not this one either. <laughs> you changed it? You never let yeah. me change my card, even if it's corny. Go. Wow, you're so fake. You want me to keep mine? Okay. Yeah, I'll let you know if it's corny. Okay, go ahead. 
How do you describe me to others? We had that one already. Next card. I don't remember it. We did. We did. I Next. don't remember it. Go in past episodes. The universe sent that one over to you. The one I just flicked over. To. I don't know what. Is How on do you that describe card. me to others? I'm gonna like, hold cool. on to she that. Yeah, she's cool. I, I don't remember you saying anything about that. We had that card. Did I have that card? We. Yes. Yes. Like, no. No. Trust me. Trust me. Yes. Like, did you have it and I answered I think, about you? I think you you read it and I answered it. I don't remember that. What you got? What is our biggest challenge as a couple? we had a version of that one um our biggest challenge as a couple uh consistency consistent yeah in general consistency i think that's our biggest challenge okay when have i disappointed you and how do you feel about it now pick one of the three from the past 10 years because <laughs> that's all there has been read it again when have i disappointed you and how do you feel about it now when you purposely left me out of stuff okay how do you feel about it now um <laughs> i still feel bad about that feel bad or disappointed like i still feel the same hurt that i felt when you did it okay what you got it's the same question what do you mean (laughs) literally the same question what's the hardest thing about our relationship pick a different one is it same thing pretty much you mean like switching on my cards (laughs) doesn't even apply <laughs> you've asked that I've asked that already like literally I remember I'll go through them again and move the universe turned that one over no what happened that's a rated R uh, Okay. Here, I'll let you choose one of these two. This one. Okay. Why do you love me? Why do I love you? Let me count the ways. I love you because you challenge me to be better. Love you because you are a great mom to our human child and dog child. Mm-hmm. I love you because uh, you are a pain that I welcome. <laughs> so I know it's been a bumpy ride, and I welcome the all of the ups and downs that we've had. Uh, that's three or four. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Want me to keep going? Do you feel like you answered the question? Yes, I feel like I answered the question. Okay. And this one that you wanted me to keep. Do you think I'm capable of cheating on you? Why or why not? 
Damn, you couldn't just show it to me before you asked? No. I. She just trusted me. It's because you don't let me switch out my cards. You just switched your cards six times. No, you made me switch the cards. Go. I was perfectly fine with the cards I had. Do I think that you're capable? Mm-hmm. Yes. Any Everybody's capable of anything. Mm-hmm. That's not saying do I feel... Do I feel like you're capable? Yes. And then what was the other? Why or why not? Um, so, okay. I think I think the question is poorly phrased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, so, anyone is capable of anything. They're so not capable, so I guess more. Do you? Do I feel like you would? Yeah. Cheat on me. I feel I feel set up by this question because it's a recording. <laughs> um. You mean because it's a recording? Because, like, if something ever happens, oh. <laughs> they'll be like, see, you a dumbass bitch. Um, Simp. Yeah. Basic. <laughs> Look at her looking basic, saying no. <laughs> um, do I feel like you would cheat on me? Because that's, that's, that's what it's asking. I feel that you won't. Mm-hmm. Um, because... And this is the legit, sincere, truthful answer since we're doing transparency. Okay. I feel that you won't cheat on me because you are, you have worked too hard to be, I can't think of the word. I'm curious now. (laughs) You don't want people looking at you like that. Like, you've worked too hard to be who you are, for people to know you who you are, to do something to destroy that image Image. of yourself to other people. Like, you are, it sounds a little um, self-serving, but it is. Okay. So I feel like you won't do it. That's one of the main reasons why you won't do it. Because you're like, I've worked too damn hard to be that person. And I feel like that's why you won't do it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because then how are you going to look down on people? <laughs> people who are only good people so they can look down on bad people. They're out there in the world. Next episode, we will talk about that's, people. And who... I'm like, that, that, will, that will strip you of that power because then you cannot, mm. you cannot pass judgment. That's a good topic. But like, that, like, but what, what like motivates you to be a good person? <laughs> that is a good topic. What motivates you to be a good person? Some people, it and, is. you know, I thought of some something else downstairs, what? which is it came from my status of how aware are you of yourself? Um, and then I was wondering, like, do people notice if their voices are monotone or do people are people aware of how people perceive them? Mm-hmm. Like how how in touch are you with? What like, people's opinion are of you for real. Like, do you know your level of cornballness? Right, right. Because <laughs> we all had it. And or we... how easy people are agitated with yeah. you. Or like, yeah, like, I thought of that too. Episode 79. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the You, Me, We podcast.